0: Hello. And welcome to Sangam Lit. This is Nandini Karki and in this episode, we perceive the message in a rain cloud as depicted in Sangam literary work, Natrine 237, penned by Karik Kanyanar. The verse is set in the drylands of Pali landscape and speaks in the voice of the confidant to the lady, surprised at the lady's equanimity as the man continues to stay away on his mission. நனிமிகப் பசந்து தோழுும் சாய்! பனிமளிக் கண்ணும் பண்டு போோலாா. இந்நூயிர் அண்ண பிரிவு அரும் காதலர் நீத்த நீடினர் என்னும் புலவி உட்கொண்டு ஊடின்றும் இலயோ! மடந்தை உவக்கான் தோன்றுவ ஓங்கி வியப்படை இரவலர் வருவும் அளவை! Andir and togutta pole, uappa, odu arum uruvien, the poem opens with Nani Miha talking about pining, affecting in excess and brings us instantly to the core of the Pali landscape and its theme of separation. Tholum Saai pertains to the next symptom in separation, which is the thinning of arms. The third obvious side effect is penned by panimali kannum, meaning eyes filled with tears. The phrase innu ir anna describes that which is akin to sweet life. Wonder what that might be. The question woodindrum ilayo establishes the essence of the verse in its surprise about why there is no resentment. When we see Andirin, we greet a famous Sangam king whom we have already met in Natrinay 167, the generous I Andiran. Let's explore what he has to do with this song and much more. The man and lady had been leading a happy married life when the man had to part away with her to go on a mission. Before he leaves, the man comforts the lady and tells her that he would be back before the rains. Days go by and the lady suffers, missing the man's presence. One day, the confidant turns to the lady and says, As the pallor of pining spreads excessively on your form, your arms have become thin, your eyes brim with tears, and you appear not like how you used to. That lover of yours, sweet as life itself, has parted away from you. Thinking that he has extended his stay beyond the promised time, you do not worry and let resentment fester in your heart. How is this possible, O naïve maiden? Look over there at what appears high above, like the column of elephants that King Andirin assembles in anticipation of what he must provide for the odd seekers who will arrive in his court, making the whole world delight, appearing in hard-to-express shapes many, rises those rain clouds in the sky. With these words, the confidant conveys her wonder at how the lady is able to be without a drop of resentment at the man who has not returned still as the promised time approaches and indirectly is providing the positivity needed to bear this separation. Now for the nuances. The confidant starts the conversation by describing the current symptoms of the lady, saying that the pallor of pining shrouds her form, her arms are thin and her eyes brim with tears. I wish to take a moment and reflect on how loss seems to affect people then and now. In modern times, we hear of the phrase stress eating and cases of people gaining weight when they are going through depression or loss, whereas it seemed to be the opposite case, to. The We can only blame the junky, calorie-filled, processed food invented by man that seems to be available in excess especially when it's not needed. Returning to the poem, the confidant then asks the lady that given the situation, the man has not returned and seems to be prolonging his stay in yonder land, how come the lady doesn't harbor any anger or resentment at the man? She comes to this conclusion looking at the clouds rise in the skies, an indication that the rainy season was upon them, which happens to be the promised time for the man's return. As the confidant points to the clouds, she brings in a rich simile to describe them. She calls the clouds as an assembly of elephants, and not just any random herd of elephants, but the column of elephants which have been arranged, waiting to be donated to the poets and suppliants in the court of King Ai Andiren. In another poem we heard of this king giving out bell adorned chariots to those who come seeking, and here there is talk of this king giving out elephants. Precious gems and gold is understandable, but what can these poets possibly do with elephants and chariots? It could be a hyperbole to talk about the extent of generosity in that king's heart or could be the reality too, we never know. The confidant talks about another aspect of these clouds as taking many different shapes that cannot even be described and this brought to my mind the lazy game that many of us may have played looking up at the skies and seeing our imagination carve the shape of the floating clouds above. Returning from these musings on clouds, I see a subtle reason for the confidant's wonder at the lady's calmness. Before the lady could see the clouds and thereby be reminded of the man's promise causing her to break down, the confidant beats her to it and with an innocent tone seems to ask how the lady can be so calm. Through this intricate manipulation of the mind, the confidant shows the lady that the calmness she supposedly sees in the lady is indeed the way to be. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangamlit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit Namdirikarki.com to share your thoughts and do rate and review Sangamlit on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.